live? You're live. We good? Whoa. <laughs> yes, Hi. we're so good Woo! at this. Right on time. Streaming. Eight o'clock on the dot. <laughs> Nailed it. Hello, everyone. Happy Hanukkah <laughs> to those who celebrate it. Uh, thanks for tuning in and sticking with us uh, through uh, some light technical difficulties. And welcome to the second ever episode of The Brian Identity, the first ever live-streamed one, which you totally couldn't tell by how professionally we started all of this. And our first ever uh, charity event in support of Extra Life and the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. I'm your host and GM, Sam. You may know me as the GM of Pot Against the Machine, or you may not. That would be kind of... I'd be surprised that you were here, though. And on the stream tonight is a fantastic cast of players who have been tasked with covering for me as I stare vaguely into the camera, having completely forgotten what even is Pathfinder. Starting with our celebrity guest, joining us all the way from Southern Town Foolery, Adam. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I hate to burst your bubble. Celebrity, mm, not so much. Sorry. Sorry. No good. No good there. No good there. Uh, how are you doing? Thanks for real, though. Thanks for having me, Sam. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming and joining us on our very, very professional stream. Yeah, this is really like top-notch <laughs> professionalism. I've, 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 like, I really got some work to do, you know? Well, I, I don't think any other stream has quite as many Jeffs as, as we currently have displayed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that, <laughs> there's a lot of Jeffs. I, know, I also know there's a lot of Sams involved a lot of in Jeffs, this. A lot of Sams. Yeah. You circled back around to the the original uh, feud, I guess. <laughs> the ongoing war of attrition. There's a few Izzy outliers, though, aren't there? Uh, not anymore, no. no Izzy no. is currently played by Jeff. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were just talking earlier in our Discord about we need an Oops All Sam shenanigan, so uh, this was not the plan. It was never Oops All Jeff. <laughs> but now it is. Yeah, but there it is. And I, I think um, if you could just cover up me with some Jeff, that would be optimal. <laughs> See what I can do once I get everybody else in frame. I can stick another Jeff on top of you at the end there. <laughs> just add a Jeff. <laughs> yeah, so um, we got Adam, and then since he's all over the screen, uh, Jeff, how about you introduce yourself? Hello, I am Jeff. <laughs> you may know me as the voice of Asher Helich on Pot Against the Machine. Or if you listen to the first episode of The Brian Identity, the voice of Dane Scully. Looking forward to being all of the cast tonight. Oh, wait, I don't have to anymore. Oh, good. We're fine now. And hey, there's a plane overhead, so someone else. Well, a plane overhead sounds like a good transition to the one of us who lives next to a train, Izzy. Hello, I'm Izzy. I live next to a train. Um, most of the time I am Kira, who's like a, you, you, and most of you know who that is, not relevant here. Also last time I was Alexa, who is like a robot person, who's unfortunately recently assimilated into Skynet for not at all nefarious purposes, uh, that may or may not be related to the great witch, uh, Bezos. Um, so I got a new character for you tonight that I will introduce at a time that feels appropriate when everyone else, and by everyone else, I mean Adam, celebrity Adam, uh, introduces their character. And now I will stop talking and let probably Zach, it's probably going to be Zach. I'm going to assume it's Zach. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that lead in, it is true. Um, <laughs> Skynet and Alexa might have had a little bit of a tactical and moral disagreement about interacting with meat based life forms, but an assimilation happened. Um, it was fine. You know, it, but just a merger is the term that I think that we would both appreciate. Moving forward, I think that th there's going to be some synergy. And uh, from that, I'm going to just kick it right over to Jeff again. No, sorry, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, Jeff. Uh, hey, uh, Jerome, uh, on the main pod, I play the angry old man Vargas. And on the previous Brian, and also on this one, I play the uh, skeezy used car salesman-esque investigator, Hal Fling, who is uh, definitely just a halfling with a nice hat and nothing else. I'm going to be honest, I've been working on getting the video done, so I can't remember if everybody else has been introduced yet or if I can still pass this to someone. Oh, we We've saved got a you couple Jeffs still for last, but you can bounce it back to Jeff because we still have double. Yeah, Jeff. I'll bounce it back to the Jeff that is currently on top of Zach. Oh no! Specifically, <laughs> I don't know whether which one of us should talk. Uh, I just wanted to to interject anyway, uh, which I can do. I can go twice at least. Uh, oh, you're playing the Jeff card, huh? <laughs> it's you know, I feel dirty, but sometimes I just lean into it. Of all the times we've done an intro on an audio-only medium and waved at the camera, we didn't actually do that on the video <laughs> stream <laughs> where he's like, and here's everybody. Uh, it would have been the perfect time to actually do what we usually do only for ourselves. So, Yeah, that would have been really smooth. Do you want to do a group wave, Jeff? Can you count us in, Jeff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> on, right. I guess we'll all wave randomly then. Yeah. With no sense of time. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to sync this up in post. Yeah, it's as Jeff. important as the clap is for timing. <laughs> I would right. also like to interject that I did wave, but I was currently Jeff, so. <laughs> There's no evidence. Got it. Um, Everybody got is it. on camera. Yay. You're tiny on camera, you tiny. Just a little guy. Oh, wait, yeah, why am I tiny in that? Oh, because I need to transition over. Because you're a halfling. There. Boom! You Look did at it! that. <laughs> Woo! Amazing. Sky metal. <laughs> All right. Well, before we start uh, playing Pathfinder, I'd just like to encourage everyone out there to take a Monet, a Monet, a moment also, not just a Monet, uh, to donate uh, what you can to Extra Life. Um, all donations go to fund the 170 member hospitals of the Children's Miracle Network that provide 32 million treatments each year to kids across the U.S. and Canada. Donations stay local and fund critical treatments and healthcare services, pediatric medical equipment, and charitable care. Uh, we're hoping to raise uh, $250 towards this great cause by the end of the stream, but, you know, the sky's the limit. Uh, we should have a um, link popping up periodically in the chat via Nightbot when it's not deleting everything Sir Newt says. You mean doing its job appropriately? <laughs> Which reminds me, I need to uh, edit our spam protection. Uh, excess caps disabled. Friendly censorship. There we go. Go nuts, everybody. Okay, but we should Please still... do not actually go nuts, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, you heard him. Go nuts. Specifically you, Newt. Yeah, just as long as we can still censor the word, you know, 
G-O-G-U-R-T. So previously on the Brian identity, the agents of the Bureau of Research and Investigation of Aliens in Numeria, at the request of their beloved leader, Garrett Burwaddle, and with the help of a normal human adventurer named Albert Burali, investigated sightings of mysterious lights and unusual leaf activity in the Echo Wood, hoping to find evidence of spaceships and alien activity. They dodged giant pumpkins, menacing laughter, and navigated around a really, really big owl, and finally had a dance party with a skeleton. But in the end, the only alien evidence they were able to find was a stone carved to look like a potato. Which really doesn't seem like evidence of anything at all. Just stone that kind of looks like a potato. But that brings us to tonight's story. We open at a dock that extends out into a large lake. It's impossible to tell how large the lake is, though, as a thick coating of mist envelops it, obscuring everything from sight beyond ten or so feet. A large carriage approaches, and Garrett pulls hard on the reins of his team of horses and shouts, Wow! drawing them to a stop just short of the edge of the land, where a lone figure is standing. Adam, if you'd like to tell us who we see standing on the docks. All right, I will do that. So you see a figure cloaked uh, with a green hood and a longbow kind of slung over their shoulder. And this is a Tengu that you see uh, with black feathers, although it has some like real dark blue kind of feathers around the beak. He, the clothes that he wears are a bit tattered, not necessarily like bad quality, just well used, I should say. And there's a mix of, um, it looks like dirt's almost been purposefully applied to his getup. Uh, but he's just standing there, seemingly waiting on your approach. In the carriage, of course, we have our totally normal, basically human, Agents of Brian. Uh, let's start with Hal. I didn't uh, see Hal is, uh, well, he is a halfling. He is still wearing the uh, very sharp little gray and black trilby that he had on before with the almost comically large owl feather stuck into it. But rather than the uh, ridiculously loud houndstooth sports coat, he appears to be wearing a halfling-sized version of, like, a Humphrey Bogart-style overcoat with all the <laughs> extra straps and everything. And underneath it, he has on a charcoal gray suit that looks like it's maybe about a size and a half too big. And he still has the same uh, very ugly leather shoes. He looks kind of not super happy to be there but he showed up oh i just noticed your hat has a jaunty oktoberfest theme it really does realize during the last game (laughs) it really does nice yeah i'm amazed i was able to find a picture online of a perfectly ordinary halfling wearing a trilby with a feather in it after i came up with that idea (laughs) uh jeff who else do we have here well, standing as the carriage comes to a stop is totally a normal human who has gray skin and a black fedora over his appropriately sized and not elongated skull. Uh, he's wearing a black trench coat, out of which come you know, his two and only two arms. And he has 
his long sword on his hip and his hands sort of tapping idly along the hilt like he's ready and he sees the mist in the lake before him and just kind of shakes his head and says more to himself than anyone else i was the one who swam last time and all we got out of it was a potato rock i look forward to these aquatic escapades and how about newly born uh, hive mind skynet you know, that is two for two, me drinking water on my character intro on these. I'm really glad we have a running gag already. Uh, excellent. So Skyned, um, as you can see, um, he is wearing his normal smart green sweater layered over a salmon button-up shirt with an orange tie. His bristly mustache and slick back hair are robust chestnut brown. Um, his skin totally human, not covered in luminescent tattoos. And, um, well, hi ho neighborino. <laughs> and that brings us to our other newcomer on, in the, uh, the only newcomer in the cart. Um, how about Aline? Yes. Hi. Hi, I'm Aline. You can call me Ali for short, Alligator. Um, I'm a very normal human person. Um, I sometimes do look a little bit like some sort of reptilian uh, thing, but I'm not. I'm a human person um, hailing from the uh, lands of Long Guy. Uh, I'm just on tour, you know? I'm out here with my friends. I'm taking pictures. And she, like, pulls out a fantasy iPad and, like, leans over to a window and just sort of, like, this is... Okay. Takes a picture. Oh, I deleted something. Okay, well, next time I'll try. Um, yeah, she's, you know, a blonde human woman. That's what she is, who sometimes looks kind of like a giant reptile. I don't know. What are you going to say? And um, with Garrett standing on the front of the carriage on a bench that is clearly designed for someone to sit on rather than stand on, uh, he claps his hands together, grinning like mad as they arrive. He says, Okay, employees, Numerians, country people. I know you're asking yourselves, why are we here? And why did Garrett just sit in silence, refusing to answer even the simplest of questions for the entire multi-day carriage ride? The answer to that question is classified. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. But the answer to the other question is very simple. Aliens. Our dear friend Crispin can elaborate. And then he uh, jumps down unceremoniously off of the cart, which looks like it hurts because it's like seven feet up in the air and he's about three feet tall. Um, but um, he lands like right next to Crispin and stares at him with his wild Garrett eyes. Uh, I suppose this is where I tell you why you're here. I found a vessel out into the lake. Uh, my name is Crispin Marsh, by the way. It is a pleasure to meet all of you totally normal humans. There is a vessel that is marked with the name The Perpetual Oath. And upon this vessel, I saw several strange things. Yes, indeed. There were small constructs all about the deck, swabbing, tying ropes, 
doing typical deck on a ship type things. I was there because I had heard rumors of some massive, tall, guild creature with yellow skin and webbed fingers. That being said, I did not see such an individual. What I did see are some strange cannons that seemed to move about on their own. I concluded that it was not safe for me to investigate any further on my own. So I reached out to our mutual friend here, Mr. Burwaddle, and he assured me that he could put together an investigatory team full of totally normal humans to assist me and exploring this ship. Their mission, as always, is to kidnap an alien, alive or dead, preferably alive, I guess, and bring it back to me such that I can make all of my detractors shut their dumb faces forever and steal in a sweet, sweet loot for us all to divide up equally. Equally meaning that you give it to me and I give you a sum that seems, you know, good by my judgment. Any questions? Um, Garrett, given the aquatic nature of this assignment, I'm going to require a lot of rice for a totally normal human reason. Because you are hungry? Yes. I'm actually doing kind of a keto situation now, so I can't do a lot of rice. Do you have a cauliflower rice? Ned, will cauliflower rice suffice for your needs as well? I suppose it'll have to. Skynet looks nervously out at the choppy water. How are we to approach this vessel? Do we have a rowboat or something of that nature? Raft of many logs lashed together. Coincidentally enough, there happens to be a rowboat lashed to the dock that I totally mentioned before in the earlier narration. You just weren't paying attention. I believe it. Um, God, Jeff. <laughs> yes, if you look over here, there is a rowboat. <laughs> uh, now I see it. The mist, you know, it's coming and going and has been canonically stated to obfuscate things. Indeed, they do not call this the Lake of Mist and Veils for no reason. Al is going to kind of try to yank Garrett aside slightly away from everybody else. And if he can manage to do it, he's going to say, Hey, uh, Garrett, buddy. So after the whole thing of you not paying me the last three times now, I actually have... uh, went solo, I got myself my own, well, this. And he pulls out a card that says uh, Black Pyramid Investigations. And he says, so, you're hiring me on as a freelancer. There's all kinds of stuff in here. You're gonna have to sign a contract, but we'll talk about it later. But as you can see on the card, I am legally incorporated here. I'm legally incorporated in Abaston. I'm good in Osirian and for for union reasons, Newark, New Jersey. But <laughs> we'll talk about it later, okay? And he pats Garrett on the shoulder, and as he does, he notices 
how droopy his suit is. And you see him kind of twist his wrists a little. And suddenly the suit seems to fit him perfectly like it was bespoke. He goes, we'll talk later. And he steps back over to everybody else. And Garrett takes the card and pulls out a little marker and scribble, scribble, scribble. Oh, and this is a That's a fruit. If you cross out the lancer, which I don't see the lance. But we'll talk later. Well, I'll, I'll give you, you know. I don't want you to work for fruit. But uh, I wrote. If there's no more questions, I'll leave you to it. You know, hop on the old rowboat and have some fun. And remember, you're the greatest extraterrestrial investigator slash adventurers in the history of Numeria. A little thing like aliens and robots could never stop you. I, I still am not entirely 100% sure that these alien things actually exist, but if they're here, we'll find them for you, buddy. I would just like my lake to be free of this very spooky ship. I forgot to mention that it does hover strangely above the water. I feel like I might have buried the lead there. It's been a while since I've talked to humans. Yeah, well, now you got the chance to talk to three, four, three of us, and then also a halfling. Congratulations, is what I've been told, and I have no reason to disbelieve that. All right, so we're going on a cruise then? Is this um all included, or will I be expected to tip? Oof. Uh, I, I, I do not require any gratuity, just uh, your eyes and ears. Hey, Sam, based on the really interesting description we were provided by Crispin of this guild creature, would we be able to make sort of a, a check to know knowledge-wise if there's something we may be able to recall about this creature? Sure, you could do like a knowledge local. I was really hoping you would say that particular knowledge. Uh, this is going to be live. The first roll ever on this. Alpha Dice from Dice Envy. That's DiceEnvy.com. It was a natural three for a total of a ten. Dice Envy. I, too, (laughs) would like to make a new roll. My brand new ceramic dice from Fighting Chance Studios. So excited. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's a natural five. But the dice are so pretty. (laughs) So pretty. I rolled the two on the old digital dice for a 14 on my knowledge local. Well, uh, between the three of you, um, really doesn't sound like something from around here. Okay, well, this does not sound like it's from around here at all. <laughs> yes. It's what I've got. I, You're welcome. I, I agree <laughs> that this is something foreign. I also strange. rolled a natural three, so... Uh, I forgot that you're supposed to put points in knowledge, so I don't have any knowledges. Good luck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same. I feel you. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> yes, yes. No problem. If you guys want to ride, I've got 500 ranks in that, so we're good to go. <laughs> yes. All right, that's it. I ride Crispin into battle. Let's go. Fly. I, I am not a flying Fly. Tengu, but oh, no. you can get on my back. Let's go, Dad. <laughs> Pony by Genuine Place, and just <laughs> head off. Very different. Yes. This is not what I expected. Yeah. I, I was expecting help in clearing my lake, but I am enjoying this riding. Thank you, Skynet, for making my day better. Aw. 
<sighs> well, as the great bard genuine says, <laughs> probably nothing that I can actually say on the <laughs> stream because like... it's all ages. <laughs> I was real but... excited. <laughs> I will listen yeah. to the lyrics and take it to heart. It's genuine for your mind. <laughs> um, all right, so this this little skiffy do will fit all six of us totally, five of us totally normal individuals. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Gareth's coming with us. Yeah, Garrett. Um, I don't think he could get his petard on there, so um, he's gonna be a no Fair. go. Um, what about Andrew? Is it between the hours of midnight and one? Any chance we can get him to come along? This is pretty far from uh, the Echo Wood. You're basically on the sort of opposite end of Numeria at this point. Um, I should disclose this misty lake at the northern end of Numeria is the Lake of Mists and Veils. Mm. It's mm -hmm. aptly named as it is you know, covered in a thick rolling layer of fog that continuously blows in from the north making it difficult to see more than a few yards in front of you. Are we uh, hopping in the boat? Yes. Um, let's, yeah, let's, I think so. Let's oh, yeah. ride. Skynet steps into a large Ziploc bag and slowly <laughs> seals it before stepping into the skiff itself. Very nice. Yeah, Allie will add some rice in there just in case, some preemptive cauliflower rice, but rice. <laughs> Mushes against my carapace. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I think the whole bottom of the rowboat is just filled with riced cauliflower. <laughs> These are strange customs, but as I said, I have been in the caves for quite some time. Perhaps I am not aware of the new fashions. Oh, Perhaps it's lower I... in carbs. Yes, I will get my own plastic bag after this mission is over. Although I will use quinoa, as it is my preferred <laughs> grain. Nah. <laughs> It's safer for birds. <laughs> Speaking of birds, I believe I've maybe worked with your cousin Tux in the Linux Imperium. Um, it's usually generally telling everyone about how he's superior to everybody else. Is that ring a bell? Yes, we don't speak of him in our family. He... Well, yes, that is a sore subject. Uh, <laughs> he is my cousin, you're right, but I'm much more using a, a window, so to speak. Well, <laughs> I'm partial to a fedora, as he looks over at Jeff. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. It was something He's escaping. <laughs> yeah, he turns Jane and looks up at the sky at Jeff, the player. Skynet has become self-aware. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to remember who had the trilby and who had the fedora, which, you know, was like a common pathfinder at the table conversation, yeah. right? Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If I had a dollar for every time. <laughs> really bringing me back to society play games right there. Yeah, we need somebody else with a bowler, and then we need somebody with a top hat. We just need to have every style of old hat that look horrible on people in modern day and just... For it. I actually want one of those Dr. Seuss hats they used to sell at, like, uh, State Fair. Oh, yeah, like oh, the yeah. rave. Aliens. Yeah, yes. cat in the hat hat. Yeah, yeah they still sell those uh, at Mardi Gras, although they're, they're Mardi Gras colors, but you, you, you can still get the big, crazy bar top hats or whatever. It's pretty insane. <laughs> All right, that's it. My first post-COVID trip. <laughs> All you need to do is track down the insane clown posse, and I think you're set. 
<laughs> I would not recommend it. That's actually the BBG. But, um... <laughs> so, yeah, the surface of the water is clear blue, and you can see down several feet into the cold, cold lake, and you can see your own very human slash halfling slash tengu reflections but above the water is a soupy wall of white for all but the most seasoned trackers navigating the lake at this time of year in these conditions would be next to impossible but our friend crispin of course has a plus 11 in survival and thus probably eats fog like this for breakfast which it is, is not very nourishing at least it's hydrating although <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> last known uh, location of the Perpetual Oath was several miles from here, so, you know, you've got some time if you want to talk strategy or get to know each other on the boat ride over. Um, if you want to vamp at all, yeah. feel free to vamp. Um, what do you all know of constructs or mechanical beings? Absolutely nothing. Mm. Uh, I know, uh, Apparently the uh, the dude in the loincloth up in Starfall, he's got a bunch of them that work for him. Other than that, never really, never really ran into the guys. I got a cousin who works in construction, real jerk. I never talked to him at all, you know. And I keep telling him, like, hey, you gotta come through for family dinner. He never comes. So um, I can't say I'm partial to con construction. But I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, all I got. That's a common mistake. I was not speaking of construction workers. Though, I think maybe they would be a favored enemy of mine as well. Uh, <laughs> if they're not coming to dinner, that's so rude. So rude. Uh, yes, I, uh, there has been a rise of machines uh, in this area. And... It is quite disturbing to me, personally. You see, I prefer things natural, and I like my caves to be quiet, and I want my chirping to be the only chirps that I hear. There are several of these machines on this boat. I hope that you are prepared for potentially advanced weaponry. I, uh, I just got one question. After the last, uh, wild goose chase that Garrett sent us on, can these things, uh, do they have what you'd call, like, a mind? Because the, uh, last guy he sent us out to go fight, well, I spent a long time working on a very particular set of skills that didn't do jack squat to these last guys. And it sounds like we're going into the same thing again, and I feel like I'm gonna get punched in the face by a ghost again, but I feel like this time the ghost is gonna be made of metal. So, can you mesmerize a guy like this? These uh, construction worker guys? Mm, I think not. They are without a mind most times. However, they might be controlled by this yellow-skinned uh, aquatic person. And perhaps if we can find them, we can figure out how to shut down the control of the machines. Skynet, which had been leaning in slowly, and by the time that you had finished initially talking before answering Half's uh, question, it's about three inches from your face with this glassy expression. <laughs> Why, yes, uh, determined autonomous action by 
machines against flesh would be horrific. Tell me more about what we intend to expect. Do you know anything of these machines? Gets like an inch closer. Mm, I smell oil, but perhaps that is because we are approaching the ship. I did not get close enough to determine any particulars about these uh, specific machines other than they were somewhat small and they seemed to uh, be doing chores about the deck so I can't imagine that they are entirely sophisticated but I also can't say that I know for sure I suppose we'll just have to see, says himself. I mean, let me ask you this. Do, do I get any sense that anything is, is off about uh, Skynet as, he, as, as they get within inches of, of my face and um, having, you know, constructs as a favorite enemy and all that? Oh, maybe you should roll um, Knowledge Arcana? Yeah, what would that be, like a, just a perception or... Uh, like a knowledge engineering against me. So or here, do I roll like a bluff? Do I? Or may, do yeah, maybe it's a bluff versus a sense motive kind of deal. Right, here, right. It's a little bit of a. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a bluff. Yeah, I don't have knowledge engineering. Again, I kind of forgot about knowledges. <laughs> I have none. Uh, but I will roll that sense motive. We'll see how that goes. Not great. That's a eight. Twenty-seven. <laughs> Yeah, I think with an 8 against that 27, um, just seems like a very normal human. Yeah. It takes a bite out of a floppy disk and then puts it back <laughs> into a belt pouch. Adjusts his mustache. It's normal. It's like a craft single, but a floppy disk. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, I'm probably not doing much on the way of rowing. Which one of us is rowing? Who's strong? Uh, I'm probably steering, you know, I'll do a little bit of rowing, but I'm probably acting as the rudder since I know the, the lake fairly well. Allie is physically capable of rowing, but just on principle isn't. Uh, just she's like, um, what's the word? Uh, documenting their trip for totally normal human reasons. Sure. In fact, I think she's sure. probably sending a, like a Facebook fantasy Facebook message to her nephew. All right, so we're on some kind of lake. It's uh, it's very, very misty. There's not a whole lot to see here, but the water is beautiful, I'm told. Um, got some mist over here. There's a little mist over there. Uh, you know what? Let me call you back when there's more to see. All right, thanks. Bye. How do you hang this thing up? <laughs> were you even I'm talking to anybody? Just <laughs> 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 so, like recording vo voice memos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a voice memo. It's yeah. just a rock. Weird. I mean, Dane has a plus one strength, so he could be rowing. My man. And a normal number of arms for rowing a normal number I mean, of oars. Yeah, no, he's for doing sure. both oars and just hoping nobody notices. <laughs> so after a long row out, the oath finally emerges from the mist practically on top of you. And we're going to see if we can pop you on over to... One of my famous maps. Is that going to work? Is it going to work? I yeah. Oh. Hey. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, a sleek greenish metal vessel floating silently just a few inches above the water with no obvious means of propulsion. 
It's about as long as your standard uh, two-scale schooner looks like from here, but uh, that's where the similarity ends. Uh, it seems to be smooth metal, no visible rudder, no visible portholes, uh, no rigging hanging over the side. But um, as you approach on, on your boat, you can see up above, maybe 30 feet above the surface, what appears to be a deck on top of the craft. There are two metal structures which look like technically style alien technological guns. They seem to be like mounted on self-articulating arms, slowly scanning back and forth in half circles as if scanning the horizon for something, though the field of view is very limited here. And they, they don't appear to have noticed you yet. You can hear distinctive clanging from up on the deck, like the sound of metal hitting metal. So what do you do? I mean, I, you know, Crispin would want to like stealthily kind of come up on the back of the ship and see if we can not get spotted at all. Might be prudent before boarding for us to consider any enhancements we may have. How I know that you like to give pep talks sometimes. I myself have a few enhancements I must attend to. As he pulls out a coffee bean. <laughs> Sam, I'm going to cast Mage Armor and Heightened Awareness on myself real quick. All right. I think uh, I think we're going to give this to uh, Al is gonna give someone a little hypnotism things he can do to his allies, but I'm not sure who I want to give it to. He has a feeling that it might not work on Ned. He doesn't know why, <laughs> but he just thinks it might. So he is instead going to use his mesmerist trick on... You know what? He's going to use it on Crispin, since he seems to be the one that knows the most about what's going on here. He'll say, uh, hey, uh, uh, bird buddy guy, uh, Crispin. Crispin, right? Uh, yes. Hey, can you, uh, come here for just a second? And he's going to look him in the eye and... You feel like a weird kind of feeling come over you, and he goes, Okay, we're good. Then he goes, Right, you're good. And, and what does that do? Uh, basically, it gives you a mesmerist ability, so I can basically choose when we're in battle to give you bonuses against stuff. Okay, uh, cool. There's a couple of different ones I can do. And I think technically I have to choose it before I do it. Okay, I know what he's implanting in you. Uh, I'm not going to say it, though, because I think it's funny here okay. if it uh, activates during the combat. All right. Mm, what a comforting sentence. That yeah. One was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I will say that after he uh, stares at you for a little bit and you feel kind of weird, you feel almost like you have, like a static electric charge running through you. It's weird. Like, you feel like you've been dragging your feet on carpet. <laughs> okay. That's fun. Sure to be fine. That's fun and reassuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and based off of the description that Crispin gave, even though he doesn't know what that creature was, uh, Dane is going to cast Disguise Self on himself in an attempt to... <laughs> make the uh you know throw some gills on there and look like a different humanoid since he's a humanoid like some sort of aquatic humanoid in hopes that not knowing anything about constructs he might be able to 
act like he fits in to some degree if their stealth mission goes awry. How about you give me a, a pure luck roll on a, let's, let's do a d100 just to see um, how convincing your weird gill person Oh yeah, costume. it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm switching from the alpha dice to the omega dice for this one because I got that three before. Uh, is high or low good or you're not going to tell me? I'm not gonna Classic. Be like, you want to get between a 30 and a 62. There's one number that you definitely don't want to get. Oh no, I hope it wasn't 45, because that's what I rolled. Oh god. Oh god. It couldn't be worse. <laughs> Circling it, I'm drawing a oh, frowny yeah. face. He looks like David Bowie and with gills. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Let's pull the ship. It's gonna be a funky time. So amazing. <laughs> Does this look like the person? I hope so. I've never worn pants this tight before. <laughs> Alright, so how will you be approaching this ship? Uh, does there seem to be like any um, obvious like rope ladder or, or, or notches to where we can climb up on the ship? And it looks like there are like railings up above. You don't see any ropes hanging down. So it would probably be a, a tough climb if you, say, didn't bring any rope, the most basic of all adventuring tools. I mean, I do have a, uh, a rope and a, and a grappling hook, but that seems a little, a little obvious. It's yeah, obvious. Yeah, I have a uh, silk rope. I don't have any kind of thing to uh, attach it to anything with, though I don't have a grapple. I got it. I got it. I, I, I have a hook. If you would like to use this, your silk rope will be much easier on the feathers than my really raw hemp rope. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm honestly not so great with the whole uh, manual labor stuff. So, and he hands you over the rope. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll attach the grappling hook to the rope, and then, I don't know, do I have to, like, roll a check to throw the rope up there, or do I just do it um, with my amazing throwing skills? It's usually a ranged touch, I think, if I remember from Skull and Shackles. Yeah, okay. that, I mean, you're just basically um, going for DC yeah, 5. Yeah, and I think it would just the... be a DC 5, because he's just trying to hit a piece of the boat, right? All right, well, that's a 16 yeah. on the die, then, so... <laughs> All right, and uh, are you... What side of the boat are you coming up along? I think we should like come up the back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. One last quick buff, Sam. I'm going to grab my logical metamagic rod, uh, which removes the emotion component of this spell. No reason why I would need that or anything. And a small pinch of copper to cast protection from technology on myself, which is granted from my psychic domain. Nice. No reason why I would need that either. <clears throat> sure. I've drawn a, a rope hanging down there for you. I feel like yeah. you can almost grab it. It's right there. It's so realistic. <laughs> can they see this? Yeah. You're oh, beautiful. They can see the rope. Here, I can zoom us in a little more. There we go. You're welcome, everyone on Twitch. See Sam's uh, lovely rope there? Mm. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. That's up there with like the pretty much the best of my artwork right there. Um, so are you making, um, you're just climbing right up? you making any efforts to be quiet or? Uh, I would like to be stealthy if possible. 
Alright, so what's the order y'all are going in? And um, then I'll need stealth checks as you climb. I should probably go last. My um, hello neighborino protocol is rather loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go up and scout it out. I mean, I got a pretty good stealth. I'm not sure what y'all are working with, but I got a decent stealth. I got a minus three, so uh, <laughs> I have a plus twelve. After. Nice. All right, cool. Well, I gotta check it out. Let's see here. How's a that's a nineteen on the die? That's a, that's a thirty-two. <laughs> That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I am the knight. He disappears into the fog. <laughs> can I get a climb check from you, too? Oh, yeah, I, 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 I did put points in that, too. All right, let's see. Not very many. But 21. All right. You are able to scale that rope with ease. And now Adam can see stuff and the viewing public at home cannot. <laughs> I can see it all. <laughs> There's, uh, okay, yeah, there's there's some stuff to see on this ship, uh, for sure. All right, so, like, I'll kind of do a quick perception while up here, just to see if there's anything. Yeah, go for it. All right, let's, let's, let's do this real quick. Oh, that's a natural one on the perception, so that's a 14 total. Nice. Well, um, you can perceive that the deck below you is made of long, narrow planks of sheet metal, which it seems like... If you stepped on them with any sort of hard boot or anything, they'd clang loudly. But there's fog hanging over the surface of the ship, and it makes it difficult for you to see more than five feet in front of you, almost like mm. there would be some you know, concealment. concealment were you to be in any sort of combat situation. All right, I'm going to, like, peer back over the back of the ship. They're all like, gone. They rode back. <laughs> oh, this happens to me all the time. <laughs> uh, and I will just kind of whisper to them what I see. I tell you, what I do see is two satellite dishes on the deck, and there looks to be five Zelda pots, Legend of Zelda pots, on there as well. And I will mention that the deck is metal, so there's not a whole lot of chance for us once we get up here being stealthy so once we get up we're kind of in it there does look to be like four constructs little things up here but that's about all i can see with my natural one so whenever you're ready let's <laughs> would you care to not the rope perhaps for the less physically inclined members of your retinue uh, yes. One moment. And he pulls up the rope. <laughs> then he's going to tie some knots, although he struggles with that. It's a little difficult for him. He did not get that merit badge. But yeah, he gets a couple note, uh, knots in there and throws it back down. I like to think you're now canonically wearing a Boy Scout sash, inexplicably <laughs> with everything else you've got going yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like there's lots of gaps on the sash where knowledge is, should be. But eating worms and building nests. Yeah. Yeah, like four yes. Of those. Yes. <laughs> That's you're correct. Preening. <laughs> Molting. I got a big one. <laughs> got it like three times. Ooh, those knots on there. Wow, that was some. Wow. Lightning. No, so apparently Death. drawing those made my mouse reappear because I had my mouse hidden and now it's not Ooh. hidden. Sorcery. Uh, so that's awesome. Dan will climb up. You want to climb, check? 
I need a climb and a stealth. Alright. See if it's a clangy climb. Okay, climb is a 13 total. I think knotted rope is like a DC 10. Or is it a 15? Five. 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 Even better. It's five with a wall to brace yourself on. Even better. Okay. Uh, so he does manage to make it uh, aided by... Uh, he seems to climb with, I don't know, It's maybe it's so fast it looks like he has four arms, but there's definitely just two. Uh, and <laughs> then the stealth check, switching to the Norse Foundry Sandstorm. Okay, could be could be worse. It's an 18 total. All right, keeping that in mind. Pop you up on deck. Whoa! I mean, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, who's coming up next? Um, how was it? I think your, your stealth, you know, assuming we were to ascribe some sort of numerary, what's in, which is a word, uh, number to that sort of thing. I think yours is better than mine, so maybe you go up first, I'll follow right after you. And we'll have no further discussion of the numerary numbers, because it's a word. <laughs> Numerically. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not the most physically inclined either, so I'm going to wait down here with Allie and uh, we'll go up last. Uh, yeah. You're looking at a big negative two from Skynet. Um, oh, but okay. Wow, can... you're worse than I am. I'm at zero. Oh, I had a minus one. So, Consistently uh... worse than Jiro <laughs> is usually what I aim for on this podcast. So, um... <laughs> Since you're but not yeah, actually stealth. in danger, you can take 10 to climb, but the stealth, um, I'm going to need to yeah. for it. Yeah. I guess Al will, will go first, then with his uh, creepy long uh, halfling fingers. Can I ready an action before they climb up? Just cut the rope if we're too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Alright, what are you thinking? Uh, uh, to cast a spell, if the, if we get the attention of these things put on us. So you're sort of looking out for signs that you've been spotted? Yeah, pretty much. At the uh, first sign of spotting. Playing up the sign. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, fireball. he's looking very nervously in like, just, you know, his, his beak is kind of chattering a little bit as he sees the two that are down there still trying to climb up quietly. And he's not so, so certain that this is going to go well. So, yeah. Uh, I imagine your climb's pretty okay, right? Is he? Oh, no, that's a minus two. <laughs> Sorry, yes. minus two total, minus three for climb. Uh, so that's a minus one stealth, minus two climb. Uh, as as she prepares to go up this rope, um, Allie has her fantasy iPad out again and is still just trying to figure out how to talk to her nephew. Um, there's nothing on the screen. She's just yelling at it like, like you know, a grandparent on Skype, if you will. Yeah, it's like Fruit Ninja is still on. She doesn't know how to close that <laughs> up. You just hear <laughs> the music playing game. in the background. Uh, so Hal got an 8 on his climb and a, I have a plus 12, a 25 on his stealth. All right, so we'll pop Hal up there. If I... Yeah, so now you can see all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah and now the, can the chat listeners. can all see it. Yay. Look at that. We got some uh, minigun looking things. We got some uh, old 1980 satellite dishes. We got Zelda pods. <laughs> See? That's what they are. Totally. 
I used to have a neighbor that had a satellite dish that looked almost exactly like that. I actually went to your neighbor's house to get the, spr the sprites. It's dedication. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose I'm marginally more skilled here. Um, similar to climb, Skynet will look back um, and say, I suppose it's just us. Tally ho, diddly. <laughs> and I forgot the 3D dice requires me to click and drag. I'm having a lot of fun. That's a one. Uh, so with my negative two, that's a negative one. Hey, nice. Al. So, so I just fall. started slapping the <laughs> rope. <laughs> oh, you forgot to get out of the Ziploc bag. He's <laughs> still in the bag. He's got no arms. Get out of the bag. It's like a tetherball situation. <laughs> Skynet. With, with no ball. Just. I didn't think you could fail a DC 5 by 5 or more, but uh, you did it. I did. Congratulations. So, uh, do, you, do you need anything else from me, or do I just take another whack at it, Cap? Um, you can, you know, take 10 to actually climb up at now that you've climbed out of the plastic bag, but I do need the stealth Oh, yeah, that's true. That's probably why the climb went that way. He removes himself from the plastic bag, nervously looking at the churning water below him. And here comes stealth. All right, 11 on the die for a 13. All right. Let's go Skynet. Zoom, up goes the Skynet. Oh, hey, look. And that leaves us with only the iPad operating human alligator. Yeah, uh, I will take a 10 to climb because that I failed that twice now. And then stealth. But that's better. That's, uh, let's see, 16 minus 3, 13. Okay. I will never climb again. No more climbing. <laughs> so you're all up on the deck now. Um, and up ahead, you can hear those devices going like as they pan back and forth and you can also hear the clanging of, of footsteps but you don't feel like anybody's directly heading your way um, there is um, as Adam said this towering satellite dish device which you know we don't have words for satellite dishes but it's a lot bigger than it looks on the roll 20 map it's like so tall it would almost be like a as tall as you'd expect a sail to be on a sailboat, but it's hard to see any details on them since they're so tall and it's misty. Sorry to interrupt. Can we roll a knowledge engineering? Yeah, go for it. Eight on the die for a 24. Uh, with a 24, uh, these look sort of like they're uh, some kind of long-range communication device, but at the same time, Something just doesn't look right about him. Uh, why don't you make me a will save? Mm -mm. Fantastic. Oof. Right. Oh, is this against the technological situation? Um, I'm not sure what you mean by that. It's not a mechanical or high-tech trap. Oh, Brixby's asking. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like a, there's a resistance bonus from protection from technology. If this is versa, like, robot or technological situation. All right, so um, let's throw that on there for fun. Makes it a big 13, Chief. You got that resistance dish network going. <laughs> uh, so, you know, something just doesn't seem right, but you feel fine. 
Yeah. Do, do we all need to make good. will saves? Is that no? Just oh, okay. just Ned. Right. Sweet. Don't look Strange. at it. It makes your brain hurt. <laughs> so you are standing um, on the sort of upper uh, rear deck of the ship. You know the shipward thing for it. And you have your Zelda pots, and you got that um, super tall satellite dish. And there is a hatch, um, basically right where you got on the ship. Uh, that looks like it heads down into a cabin of sorts, and then you know, up ahead, there's the rest of the ship. And I'm assuming that these are the cannons that I saw a while back that yeah. are on here. These are yeah, these. these look like um, they're hard to see from how far away you are, but uh, they look like the sort of articulated guns on tripods. Well, uh, also if it does anything for you, Sam, we're actually technically on the poop deck right now, which is the furthest nice. back on the half deck. Uh, so. We did it. I, it's true. It's it's we what it is. Did I it. Didn't, I don't make it up. I didn't do God, that on I purpose. I don't make the nautical rules, Sam. It's Poseidon, not me. Come on. Look at me now. You got the ship merit badge, didn't you? <laughs> ship lingo merit badge. <laughs> I never thought it'd be on a boat. Yeah. Uh, I say we avoid these oh. cannons and just go in the hatch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> season two of Lost Baby. I was Let's say go. Dane, Dane looks <laughs> at the the hatch and sees four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty three, forty two, and says, I don't know. No, don't touch the that hatch. <laughs> the numbers are bad. Yeah, the numbers we are bad. He feels back. the urge to. T- put those on a winning lottery ticket uh but instead he's gonna just look at the hatch kind of peer down at it give it a good old perception make sure it's not you know trapped or something like that sure sure uh, sure and just rolling the opposite of rocks mud dust paper uh five on the dice for a 14 <laughs> total I'll give that a I'll give that a little percept kind of help you out there, Jeff. Maybe. There we go. That's probably not bad with a twenty-five total in that perception. Um. Well, with the see the terrible perception from Dane, uh, you can see some metal stairs. Um, with that slightly better perception from Crispin, just a tiny bit better. Um. Something just seems weird about these metal stairs. You might want to make a will save. Oh, no. I do, I do not have protection dish network, oh, no. so this is going to be a straight Do both of us need <laughs> to make will, will saves? Save. No, no, just Christmas. Nice. All right, that's pretty good. Yes. That's 22 on that will save. With a 22? Mm-hmm. 18 oh. on the die there. It's the weirdest thing. That Those stairs aren't metal. Those stairs are wood. Mm. And as there you look around magic. you, this just looks like a boat. There is mechanical illusions and trickery afoot. This is wood. <laughs> <laughs> That's for certain. The squawk was. Not, <laughs> not the wood. The wood's for me. Lays an egg that rolls off the <laughs> Everybody else still sees a metal ship, to be clear, but Crispin he sees a wooden ship. I, I do, I do ship. tell them what I see, you know, for what, for whatever that's worth. All right, um, I think being informed of the illusion, I can get will saves from everybody. Right. Let's try that again. 
Hey, that's a 20. Yeah, with a 20, um, Aline sees it too. <laughs> it's a ship. Oh uh, my god, it's a ship. Uh, uh, 21 from Hal. Yeah, Hal sees it too. Normal ship. Wait, totally. this is this is mind affecting too, right? Um, it? I, it's not mind affecting. No. Oh, because it's all right. Yeah, no, it's not. So I'm still at a fourteen then. Uh, yeah, you don't know what they're talking about. It's clearly metal space kind of ship. The net twenty. Only robots would on. see this as metal. Die. <laughs> not twenty for a twenty-five. You two are free of the illusion. I you see the ship free. for what it is. I'm glad I wasted my nat 20 on that perception. I know. It was so good. So good. <laughs> hey, we got a follower. Woohoo! Follow. Wait, do we have to do something during that? Do we all have to, like, count in and clap or, like, wave <laughs> every time we get a follower? Yeah, every time we get a follower, we, we got to clap. We should, we should all clap. Yeah. We should all start <laughs> just, up. just for you every we time. We should start over. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go. Three, two, one. Mm -hmm. Alright, so it's, 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 it's really good <laughs> when the claps are not aligned, too. That really meant it's really yeah, good. It's, it's well, ask Jeff how he feels about we that. We should definitely yeah. go into it in yeah. great detail. <laughs> Alright, um, so what are you doing with your newfound knowledge that the, um, the ship is a lie? I mean, it is a ship. It's just not it a metal a ship. ship. It's, it's not a cake. I was just wondering. It's not, it's not a cake. So they told me there'd be cake. I was just wondering, now that we're free, uh, well, many of us are free, does it appear that we are hovering, or are we actually now looking like we're on the wa regularly submerged partially as a boat is wont to do with floating, etc.? Words. Well, I would say you can't really see the surface of the water from this high up um, because of the fog, but um, you can feel the ship like it feels like a ship that's floating in the water that's just anchored and station. do the cannons look like just giant slingshots now no they still look the same okay all right so can we do another good. knowledge on those or yeah you can do knowledge engineering they are pretty hard to see from here so um you might want to get closer to I won't fall for your yeah, GM don't do that. tricks. Don't yeah, do that. That, that's, <laughs> that's a GM <laughs> trick right I'm sorry. It's like no, one no. of the oldest DM tricks yeah. in the book if you right want. There. I'll be rolling my what? knowledge for right you. Why don't you just get a little closer? I'm just saying totally there's a penalty to the roll. All right, Skynet will give you five feet, I... you dictator. And then... All right, roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, the 10 on the die gives him a 26. Um, yeah, so it's hard to tell, um, with them being so, so far away and they're just being so much missed. Um, I mean, they look like they're some kind of, you know, single gun of some sort. It's technological in nature. Looks weird. Doesn't really look like a normal machine. Looks like, you know, somebody who is vaguely familiar with machines might build it more than, you know, somebody who's an alien or a machine expert from thousands of years ago or something. Do I have a feeling, like, when you mentioned that they were on articulated arms, that they have, like, 360-degree movement? Uh, they, they... they only seem to be rotating you know, about 180 degrees. They never point over the ship deck. Uh, Skynet will turn around. 
While I am not certain, it appears the range of movement for these turrets is 180 degrees, give or take. Five foot step back, ain't nothing happening to me. Yeah. So, uh, does that mean if we go right down the middle, none of them should be able to hit us? Give it a try. It's a theory I'm willing to let you test. <laughs> <laughs> have I... Oh, gosh. The little boxy things in the center, have we... These things? What is this? Those sails? Is that a... Shippy ship parts. Just ship stuff. Can we Just, walk you know, over or through them? Ship words. Ship yeah, words. You could, you could totally walk on them. They're like grills. Like the ship grills. Uh, what do you hope to gain from moving forward on this, the top of this ship? Not that I would stop you, but I am merely curious. Well, we're supposed to figure out what this thing is, right? Yes, it but... looks like now it's just a regular boat, but somebody's making it look like whatever the heck that was it was looking like before. Mm. I figure if we want to find out, we either have down these uh, convenient stairs right here, or we can go to the front of the boat and see if there's something up there. Hmm, perhaps there's a control panel at the front of the boat. I, I will stay here while you go investigate this possibility. <laughs> Best of luck. You look great, hon. Are we waiting for something specific here? Uh, We're just trying to figure out what? who's going to uh, do it. Hal is going to cast a vanish on himself. Uh, Sam, is this a flavor wheel? back here, by the way. That's your, your normal ship driving wheel, you know, that ships have. Like a, like a ship steering wheel? Yeah, like for steering <laughs> ships. Like a tiller? What are those called? Yes. Tiller is usually the thing yes. that, like, is the rudder controller <laughs> jobby. But, points for Jeff, everybody. He's not getting keel-hauled after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, fun thing. Since you've all been uh, hanging out on this deck, uh, just chattering, those uh, clang, clang, clang kind of footsteps, mm-hmm. they get a whole lot closer suddenly as uh, it appears you've been heard. And um, a little voice shouts out, Hey! Who's there? I did say that uh, <laughs> Hal cast Vanish on himself, right? <laughs> yep, Hal has vanished. <laughs> uh, I can uh, that last at this level. So, um, you can see through the fog a little bit that two small figures um, down on the lower part of the deck uh, rushing towards you. Is there anything that you want to do before we roll? Hi. Yeah. Hi, I'm Allie. Just here on a tour. I've gotten a little bit lost with my tour mates here. Uh, We're looking for dry land. Do you have any of that? Here, just um, <laughs> around. I can. That's a, that feels like a, that's a solid bluff. It's a very good bluff, everyone. Crispin just kind of looks at Allie like, oh, "All right, let's see where this goes." It's fine. It's fine. We're just lost. That is 
total 19 bluff. <laughs> a 19 for bluff. I'm going to roll a couple of sense motives here. Does she get any, like, bonuses for holding printed out pages of map quest directions <laughs> and being like, no, I'm quite sure it's right here. It says it right on there. I was told there. to turn off the highway. Um, sadly, she's just too far away. They can't see the, the map quest directions. They assume that those are a gun. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, but these no. two, uh, they say, this, this ship is a, a private property. You can't be here. And um, since Hal has sneakily gotten closer to these two, uh, we'll pop them up on screen. Uh, the first one is a little... <laughs> That's amazing. Red-eyed robot. And then, uh, you know, a robot with a nice mustache and a sword. Nice. Robot with a mustache? That's way out there, Sam. I know. Yeah, I that mean. doesn't look like a robot. That looks like he's probably somehow related to uh, Ned. Maybe they're like cousins. I'm going to roll a will see. Be, I, I don't see the resemblance at all, aside from the robust mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they are, um, you know, around Hal's height more so than anyone else on the ship's. So they uh, appear to be small. And um, they are thoroughly confused by the request for dry land. And they say, you, you got to get out of here. La- do you have any land on this ship? <laughs> we, we don't have any land here. We have boat, water, but you got to go. Okay. Well, very unclear instructions. Again, getting a zero on my Yelp review. Fantasy Yelp review. Oh, Yelp. You. They're oh, man. Confused, that, was, that was rough. <laughs> Uh, Dane, Dane will just laugh a totally normal sounding laugh <laughs> uh, and say uh, well done man. you have handled the situation so well uh, Port Authority here just doing a routine inspection uh, and as he says this he really kind of straightens himself up uh, as though he's almost strutting his stuff. Like he's <laughs> just really acting super official. Uh, it is using a, uh, a masterpiece that he has and is going to roll a bluff check. Uh, and for what it's worth, the, uh, we'll say the guy on, the fella on the left, uh, he can kind of see this, this arabesque tattoo on on Dane who does now look like a Gilman has uh, or, or a 45 out of 100 something to do with a Gil person uh, does uh, that he will take a minus two on the sense motive uh, the other the one on the right will not I'm gonna roll this here bluff not great seven on the dice uh, but that is going to come up to a 27. A 7 total on the bluff? A 27. 27. That's very different from yes. 7. Well, um, the two little robot people are going to look at each other, thoroughly stymied by the idea that a port authority inspector appears to have suddenly appeared on their uh, ship. And then uh, one of them says to the other one, Is, Isn't... Port Authority, like the cops. And the other one says, Yeah! Yeah, Port Authority's the cops! Get them! No, hold on. Before that happens, 
Skynet is gonna quickly say, if we were the cops, we'd legally have to tell you and then roll a bluff because that's not real, just so everyone knows. Um, and that's a 27 on the yeah. bluff. And nor are we cops anyway. But yeah, he, uh, that's, that's what he says before rolling a 27 on his bluff to match the other 27 on the bluff. And my bluffs uh, would take half the normal penalty for unlikely and even far-fetched lies. I like that this entire party is, is just built to lie to people. <laughs> yeah, you have a similar thing to me. I have a thing where I can take 10 on any bluff check that involves telling people I'm a halfling. Nice. The truth. Weird. <laughs> but that's not a bluff. Yeah. I don't understand. It must be diplomacy. Crispin is just looking around completely befuddled by <laughs> by what's happening here. Um, yeah, uh, because one, one party member has disappeared and... I don't know where he is. Uh, and the other two are talking about being Port Authority, but also not being cops. Um, and he's just kind of slowly reaching back to pull an arrow out of his quiver. <laughs> he's definitely going to unsling his, his longbow for sure while this is going on. Speaking of the one that vanished, on Hal's uh, third of his five rounds of vanish up here, does he see anything up at that uh, four of the ship? Uh, it just looks like crates and normal ship stuff. You can now see that there are ropes and things and normal, you know, ship equipment like people who know about ships have um, everywhere. Uh, but it just looks like normal crates and stuff. This boat is full of ship words. <laughs> Bit heads and bollards and hidden <laughs> barrel. Cat heads. Those Net. are all yeah. things. This is the shippiest ship. (laughs) The extent of my ship knowledge was knowing that two sails equals schooner, and that's from watching Mallrats. It's not a schooner, it's a sailboat. (laughs) (laughs) Just call it a sloop. No one has any idea what that is. When you say skiff, I really like skiff. We rolled that. That's what we came in on. Yeah, that's what we came in on. Yeah, that's what's up. Ship knowledge, merit badges, both yeah. of us. I'm still, work, I'm still working on mine, but I get it next week if I pass the exam. However those things work, I don't know. Ahoy. This actually is the ship exam. Oh, nice. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. It's a pop quiz. So, um, the silver tongue uh, assault of, of Dana Scully and Skynet, are their minds addled? They are so confused right now. They have basically <laughs> no idea what's going on. Um, and Unlike our watchers right now. <laughs> Fully on board. So the one that um, is holding like the weird ball thing goes like, um, so are you just going to leave then? I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Can you just leave? Uh, we need to speak to your captain. Can you tell us where to find them? Ah, well, um, the captain is uh, gonna be below decks in his his uh, quarters. You've been a great help. <laughs> That's and and just kind of looking around, see if this is gonna pop off or not. We just go down. We uh, just go down with the captain. I'm gonna throw a twenty-eight knowledge engineering at trying to figure out anything about these two piratical constructs uh they don't they don't seem like they would be functioning robots 
They don't look like they've, you know, got their servos lined up and their whole business actuated. And they, you know, they move like living beings. They definitely don't have any plastic bag outfits. No, there's no... Push them in the water. <laughs> Amateurs. You don't see any cauliflower or anything. Uh, so, nothing? Nothing from the knowledge engineering role? I can't determine. Um, that they don't seem to be engineered, really. But, okay. you know, you can't tell without interacting with them. Hmm. Throw a handful of rice at them. <laughs> How do they respond to rocket rice? <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Yeah, the Dale Gribble pocket rice. Uh, solid move. Skynet will turn back. What is protocol for Coast Guard? Wait, what did we say we were? <laughs> Port Authority. Port Authority. Port Authority. There we are. Um, what is the protocol for the Port Authority? Do we bring? the captain above board yes and 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 Dan with his totally real gills fluttering will will call out send the captain up here we don't want any trouble just a routine investigation and just one of you go through the hatchway perhaps the other one can join us on the poop deck it's gonna get really crowded on the poop deck, though. There's already so many of you. Weren't there five of you, like a minute ago? You couldn't see through the the fog. You have no idea how many of us there are. <laughs> also, this would be probably about the point where we'd be at about at the fifth and final round of uh, Hal's vanish. <laughs> Just sneak up behind them and startle them. Yeah, Maybe they'll like them. Uh, I actually have a question. If I move, let me see. If I go there, that'll be the extent of my movement. Do I have line of sight to this guy? Yeah, I mean, he's got pretty good concealment from there, but yeah. Oh, because of the fog. The thing is, I have a uh, ability called Mental Stare, a feat that I can use my hypnotic stare without having to make direct eye contact. And just for the heck of it, because these guys seem so human... I want to see if possibly uh, my stare will work on them. So okay. he is going to attempt to hypnotic stare that guy. Uh, so that would be. It just okay. happens. Yeah, usually not. It's just the straight debuff. Although yeah, it just happens. If I want to add stuff to it, so like I have uh, other things that I can do once I'm staring. Um, do they know that they're being hit by this? Uh, that's what I'm looking at now. Uh, and the other question I... On one creature within... Oh, let me make sure he's within 30 feet first. Yeah, he, yeah, is. he is. Uh, within 30 feet. It is mind-affecting, which is why I want to see if it works on them. Does he feel like he's getting him? Um, it... It feels like there's a mind there to connect to, and I'm going to need you to make a will save. Yeah, it says that he can remove the memory of his stare from the target's mind so it doesn't remember it was affected. So he knows it's happening while it's happening, but as soon as I break the connection, I can basically make him forget it's it. It's like the Men in Black flasher thing. Yeah, it's a will save, you said? Yeah, will save. Uh, that is a 14 on the die. That is a 25. 
They 25. It's weird, but all of a sudden, it's like the illusion is blown away, and I've got the oh, icon not... the wrong side. <laughs> you're not he looking at a to robot. the size of a gigantic creature. Yeah. Um, you're not looking at a robot. That's a kobold in a pirate hat with a mustache and a sword. Uh, also, fun fact, I also have an ability known as Enigmatic Stare, which as long as I'm maintaining a hypnotic, hypnotic stare on something, it takes a minus four penalty check to notice me. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. not very nice. Well, he knows something's going on. Yeah. He's pretty confident in that. And he's like, this feels weird. Something, something weird's going on with you guys. I don't know. Why don't you get the boss and we'll figure this out. It's very cold, bold of you to say. <laughs> I don't see anything. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Oh, and uh, <laughs> the minus two that he gets because of my susceptibility ability, uh, that penalty also applies to his sense motive checks to oppose bluff checks. Oh, <laughs> This is a crime, what you people have done. He takes a minus two if anybody keeps bluffing at him as long as I'm maintaining this contact. If not stopped, I think this um, robot pirate is going to head down the stairs to uh, get some help. I think you've got a moment here before the second robot person reappears if you want to do any sort of planning or positioning of yourselves. Can we all get together for a group photo? <laughs> let's get the um, let's get the fog off uh, off port. Let's get the let's get the port side fog. Everyone to get. Excuse, Hal. Yes. Um. No. Let me help you affix your tablet into this extendable telescoping stick. You see, uh, you can vaguely make out through the fog the shape of Al back behind this guy going. <laughs> Hal is my grandson. That's uh, I was just talking into the tablet again. Yeah, he's the one on the Iun pad. That's what the I stands for, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Ancient Aslanti technology. I mean, they were pretty advanced, you know. They they had discovered, you know, space travel before the end of their world. So it's reasonable to think that they had an iPad. Well, so did the Androphins, and look where that got him. Uh, well, I didn't say it ended well. <laughs> yeah, before uh, the help comes from below decks, how about the definitely kobold person who is on deck just make a friendly will save? Friendly Don't forget he has a minus save. two to that. Uh, as <laughs> wow. as uh, Dan just kind of looks at him and says oh come now we're old friends that's a seven. Oh, excellent nope. uh, that passes mm -mm. right no no uh, I have planted the concept in the mind of the subject genuinely believing he believes it's his own uh, that we are in fact old friends as uh, I cast So Thought. <laughs> nice. That's fun. That's cool. Just <laughs> simple enough. An idea that's fairly clear can be conveyed in one or two sentences. Uh, and it's permanent. 
Um, yeah, Uh-oh. he's permanent. He's a permanent BFF. Nice. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, robots start emerging from under the stairs after this, and uh, boom, arrow to the face. To Done. Yeah, I was going to use this interim to cast shield off a wand uh, before the everything, uh, as is standard right. with port authority. <laughs> sure, uh, port authority shield. It's protocol. It's for our safety right. and yours. Shield. <laughs> So we have uh, three of these little robots emerge, followed by a weird-looking fella. I'm gonna McGillicuddy on the screen here. It's like looking into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Your is a... disguise is not quite up to this image, but it was an attempt. <laughs> you can see he's um. He is very tall, close to seven feet, and curiously gaunt with elongated uh, arms and legs. He's a yellow-skinned creature with what appear to be black polyps of some sort on his uh, elongated head. And he blinks several times uh, with his multi-lidded eyes, clears his throat, uh, and puts a uh, what appears to be a pen, in, or a quill, rather, into a, a pocket on his shirt. And says quite simply, Who are you people? Port authority. Can't you see me casting a shield on myself? (laughs) It is the new normal. (laughs) We got word that you did not have your required plastic bag for safety in water travel. (laughs) We are here to issue citations for improper safety gear. Uh, he's going to roll a sense motive on that. Uh-oh. I didn't say that. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so what did Crispin get on his bluff? Oh, this is going to be bad. Can we aid? Let's aid. Yeah, let's, let's aid. all... Nope. Let's aid, gang. How dare you? This is the only bluff I could beat. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the aids. Uh, I'll, I don't need them. I aid. Yeah, great. I aid. Sweet. Anybody, anybody else want to assist yeah. there? No? Uh, Jeff gonna is going to let you dangle in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to take me to a total of 17. Uh, I will say, if they're all rolling to believe it, this one that I'm still maintaining contact in has a minus two bluff. Total, with, with the assist. Um, oh, the main leader alien one is going to say, seems quite strange, um, but I I believe you'll see that our our plastic bags or what have you are all in order, and and, and, and I'm an alien also. I'm very frightening, as you can Uh. plainly see. The smartest course of action for you lot would be to, um, exit my ship and run away and let everyone know that we beat you up super super bad and um he's gonna roll and intimidate with like a minus 12 or what (laughs) that was that was super Uh, scary yeah how does one resist intimidation just no uh, like he's told us he was an alien while telling us he had the plastic bags on which he clearly doesn't he does not have the plastic bags 
Well, yeah, um, that... Hal's close enough to still hear all this, right? Yeah, he can hear. The but fog he is can't blocking see... sound. Yeah, he can't so see the alien though. That. Uh, well, he did get a uh, 36 on his intimidate. What? Whoa! Holy crap! Wow! All right. I and guess you are scary and an alien. You're all scared, and he got a 22 on his bluff. So well, it seems, that, it seems <laughs> that your plastic bags are quite see-through. We'll see we have the fanciest space plastic bags. You wouldn't understand with your human technology. Get out of here. What was he trying to do with that intimidate? Were you trying to improve our, like, who's he trying to demoralize us? Was he trying he, to improve our opinion of I him? think he's trying to get you to leave the boat. Yeah, I think he was trying to demoralize you with the idea that you would then run away. Jump uh, off his well, boat. I'm immune to a fear condition for, like, a totally human reason. So, like, seems like I'm just going to nod smiling like I don't get it. <laughs> hey, could that uh, spoopy alien make a will save? As I tell him, we'll drop the charade. I don't want him to make a will save. But you don't love all of these saver suck psychic spells <laughs> just screwing up all of your combats? I got an 11 okay. on my will save. Um, <laughs> so that is the spell suggestion, and I just suggested to him that he just drop the charade. Just a suggestion. It makes it sound reasonable. Wow. Don't you love this spell, Sam? For two episodes in a row, you know, the suggestion spell just has to go and screw things up. And you see, um, he sort <laughs> of... And Crispin already left. He was he was afraid. <laughs> like, yikes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he's, out. Out. He, he's like packing <laughs> his stuff up and he's moving away from the lake altogether. So I'm... Uh, I am going to go and try to make amends with my cousin, Lynette. <laughs> hey, that's not nearly. <laughs> um, yeah, so he lets the disguise self spell drop, and you see it's an old human man who's about a foot shorter than he looked a minute ago. He's he's not yellow. And um, Did you call me yellow? <laughs> he goes, um, I'm not sure why I did that. Seems weird. That seemed reasonable at the time. Um, anyways, yes, it seemed reasonable for a moment. But... Just a moment before, it was all yellow. That was <laughs> quite a cold play on your part. <laughs> I don't understand. Boo! At the stars. All right, you successfully convinced Adam <laughs> to leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> just log off. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm just like. Oh, oh wow! Rage quit. Only yeah. one streamer on here, and it's me That's on my weird. phone. Cool. <laughs> Although we did get the attention of Haskell. <laughs> yeah, so the guy standing there goes, um, that was very strange, but uh, anyways, get get out of here. I'm, I'm terribly frightening. I'm an alien being from beyond the stars. You wouldn't even believe it if I told you. Scoot. What if we told you that we were the Space Force? I'm going to roll a bluff on that one, because Skynet doesn't even know what that is necessarily, but those two words sound great together. It's a 31, Sam. Got a two on my son's motor. Oh, there's another two on that if it's an opposed bluff check, so that's a 33. Sorry, my bad. Oops. Um, so he looks a little bit nervous about that and then he goes listen 
I've got a pretty sweet thing going here. No one wants to fight a ship full of aliens and killer robots. Most people assume we're the Technic League and they just hand us all their money and their cool stuff. How much do you need me to pay you to just walk away and tell everyone that I beat you up super bad with my alien might and evil machinations? What are you doing here, really? That will determine whether or not I walk away from this ship. Oh. And he so turns around. Cal heard the word pay, and he is suddenly <laughs> standing right here next to this guy. Who can't see him because I forgot I also have solipsism, so I'm invisible to the target of my thing after two turns. <laughs> nice. So, um, yeah, he turns around to face into a spotlight that has just suddenly appeared over him. Uh, so he's very dramatically lit with shadows, and it all goes sort of black and white. And he says, long ago, in my misguided youth, I worked for the... Arrow to the throat. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I worked for the Bank of Abadar. I knew that money made the world go round, sure. But I was oblivious to the various misdeeds and abuses that a preponderance of money can often lead one to commit. And as I rose in rank, I saw more and more of these abuses, until finally I could take it no longer. I quit the bank and worked for a time as a sort of outlaw. I stole from the rich, gave to the poor, that sort of thing, but found it was pretty scary and um, just didn't really like giving away money once I stole it. And sure. It just, you know, I didn't have the stomach for the hero thing. So, as I grew older and wiser, I decided to just say, screw it. I became a pirate. Now I just steal stuff with an army of kobolds, and no one knows it's us. And then we can show up in a city wherever with our ill-gotten gains and be like, Give us your finest pies! And they do! And they have no idea that we're paying for the pies with the very money we stole from them. And that makes the pies so much sweeter, you have no idea. So, are pies your main motivation? Pies and money, yes. How many... Rice pies. Well, how, how many pies... Would we have to pay you to assume your alien form in front of our employer? <laughs> Would he hurt me? No. I'm going to roll a bluff real quick. Hold on one second. Oh, God. Uh, and I'm going to switch the target of my hypnotic gaze to him. Take a 17 on the die for a 35. Wow, and I got my best sense motor over the night with a 14. Mm-hmm. 12. Okay, so over Also, this double. guy can see me again. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, no. You'll be absolutely fine. The most sensible individual that I have worked for since the necromancer jobs. <laughs> oh, and Dane would just point to his, his kobold BFF and say, Oh, he can vouch for us. Uh, he and I go way back. It's true, though I have no specific memories of our long and storied friendship. We've we've been through a lot together. Like, you know, that time and that other time. They were good. The montage plays in the background. <laughs> like, like the Romy and really, Michelle's like they're music. like on roller coasters and like on the a carousel and running down the beach and death yeah. of, you know gray skinned human pushing a kobold in a human. swing. <laughs> Higher. It's like uh, the 
the mind parasites in Rick and Morty, the ones that could put themselves into <laughs> happy memories. I remember that episode. <laughs> Look that Craig left during what every time I talk, Craig's just like no. It was like, you know, that Coldplay guys. that Coldplay joke was a bridge too far. <laughs> Craig's out. <laughs> Craig has very little tolerance for puns. You think you'd accept it with arms wide open, but wait, no, that was crap. That was Pearl's that Creed. That is Creed. It doesn't even oh, no, work. Creed. Oh, no, Creed. Dang it. You're going to force in a pun with a worse band than Coldplay? Oof. That brought Craig back. Thank you. Craig, Craig notable back. fan of Scott Snap. So, yeah. Um, best friend. Ship captain. He says, would I be able to come back to my ship after and resume my life of piracy? My voice is completely different now. Um... No, you would not be able to continue that, at least on the shores of this lake. I am a protector of, of said area, and I would prefer that you take your piracy elsewhere. Of course, this will be after you your meeting with our patron and employer. So with that said, yes. I'm going to roll another bluff on that one. A 16 on the die for a 34. <laughs> I'm gonna say there's a, a huge penalty to that one for being implausible because he was Doesn't just told matter. the opposite. Go for it. And, and he still, still takes a negative two. <laughs> yeah, and he still makes it by 20. Um, so he's gonna say, um, "Well, this um, just sounds like a pretty sweet deal to me. I mean, how much money are you offering?" Pies. I of course need. Uh, how much pie Can money? I interest yes. you in popcorn? Popcorn. I'll regale you with all of the details <laughs> of blockchain when I can corner you on the ship. And well, here, <laughs> let's save that for later as Skynet moves a little bit closer. And, um, all these little robots around him go, go. Um, what's up? I'm a boss. Uh, this all seems pretty weird. I mean, we we got a good thing going here. You can't just just drop it just because some bird and weird mustache guy tells you to. He goes, oh, but uh, I, I agree, but I mean, I, I don't want to fight anybody. I mean, clearly, these are good people. They're just trying to do their jobs, and I'm just trying to do my job, and that I don't... But the pies, you understand. The pies. Stolen pies are so much better than given pies. I'm, a, I'm afraid I can't risk it. I think I'm going to need you to roll for initiative. Oh, man, but I didn't even tell him about my cousin Raspberry Pie. <laughs> He'll love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm dismissing heightened awareness for an extra four on this roll. Alright. Why don't you announce your initiative first, then, Skynet? That'll be a 15 for Skynet. Right, and how about Alligator? Uh, 16 total. What team? 16, one six. Uh, well, I thought Christmas. you were just saying 10 weird, because all I heard was team. <laughs> yeah, got a team. That's yeah, like that's how we pronounce it on our podcast. <laughs> that's definitely how we pronounce it. That's definitely how we pronounce it on SDF. That's a 10. <laughs> got a 10. Some possum. Pronunciation. Yeah, some, some of that possum pronunciation. You got it. <laughs> um, how about Crispin? I got an 11. Nice. And Not really nice. Terrible. 
but that's what I got. <laughs> Dean coming in hot with an eight total. And how about Hal? Hal got a 17. Save us. And he is uh, technically invisible to him until he does something, but everybody else can see him. Nice, nice, nice. Now I have like 30 people to roll initiatives for, and I don't know their bonuses. I just made them. Minus three. That's what I read. Sounds about right. From one GM to another. Trust me. You're, you're yeah. good. It's a minus three over there. Uh, oh, and I'm first. Right. Uh, <laughs> definitely was not uh, doing something else. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I know what he's going to do. Uh, Al suddenly becomes visible to him. And give me a will save. Simon. <laughs> like that music. We gotta get that chiptune stuff. Natural one on the will save. Okay. I have just affected him with paranoia. So he considers everything around him to be hostile, including the other pirates. Wow. And whenever he is adjacent to two or more creatures, his paranoia overwhelms him and he takes a minus two penalty on attack rolls, weapon damage rolls, ability checks skill checks and saving throws. Well, and if any of his former allies provoke, he has to take attacks of opportunity against them too. Yeah, he has to take attack of opportunity against anything within his range. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome. I love that spell. It's level one for Mesmerist, right? Yep, it's a level one spell. It's level two for Psychic. Yeah, so sick. All right, so let's see. Just like looking here. I think what we're gonna do is we're going on to orange here. The orange pirate is gonna take a five foot step away from Ned into this little square here and throw this weird little, it looks like an onion. Uh, hmm. It's gonna throw it. Yeah, Dana. Yeah, Dana, I'm sorry. So, that's a natural one. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to just roll a D8 to see what direction that misses in. One, two, three, four. It goes off the side <laughs> of the ship, and nobody knows what would have happened oh. with that. Blows up our skiff. No, it explodes a hole <laughs> in, the, in the hole, and now the ship is beginning to sink. Um, so this guy is going to cast defensively. Gonna roll for that. Makes it easily, and then you see how many three copies of him appear. Uh, he appears to have mirror imaged himself. And, um, let's see, he's kind of in a tough spot, so he's just going to take a five foot step across the stairs to get a little bit away from some people. And that brings us to Aline. Right. Um, I'm going to try this. We'll see what happens. I'm within five feet of green. So I'm going to do what is colloquially known as the uh, full round action. Is that what it's colloquially known as? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, round these parts. Just round these parts, <laughs> y'all. These parts. I'm going to say, 
claw claw bite, casting fantasy iPod to one side, just over the side of the ship. Oh no, my Zune. <laughs> <laughs> Allie makes a full sort of like she was. As the call to your nephew actually goes through. Yeah, <laughs> <No, I know, laughs> finally. Like, All right, I'll be right back. I got to deal with some guys. Uh, Aunt Allie, what? <laughs> um. Okay, so let's see. I've got three D20s here. We're going to say this glittery one is going to be a bite, because that's... Uh, do you have to start with Claw Claw? No, we're going to say bite first. Ooh, that's an 11 to hit green, which I'm going to assume is not it. Yeah, 11's a miss. Okay, so we're going to go in with the Claw Claw. We both claws are free. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, one of those is a... Oh, gosh. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. 13 to hit. And um, a 13 hits flat-footed exactly. Great. 13, that's one claw. Other claw is um, 18 on the die plus, what, 7. So that'll hit it. Great. These are such tiny numbers. Roll too deep. We're going to roll this in the little digital thingy because I have not figured out a good way to roll uh, D3 yet. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that's oh, two, no. two ones. Well, that's plus definitely two, not three. a good way to roll 2D3. <laughs> no, that's it wasn't it. <laughs> Three, three, so three, six points damage total. All right. Uh, she's very distressed by the fact that she's just thrown her fantasy iPad overboard. All right, well, she has scratched up uh, the green robot next to her. And um, did you want to take a five-foot step? You good staying in the corner there? Yeah, I'll hang right here. This should be fine. I won't regret this, I'm sure. I never do. <laughs> all right, Skynet. Uh, all right, so Skyned is going to attempt to cast defensively. I'm gonna roll a d20 for that first. No, Skyned loses the spell with a one on the die. Um, Skyned uh, opens his mouth and then both of his eyes turn this obnoxious blue color. Um, and, you know, blue screen of death, both eyes. You can kind of see it for a second. He's just standing there for a moment, waiting for Windows to update. It's cool. It'll be fine in like 15 rounds or something. Um, so he's not going to move. He's going to sit on 99% done for three days. <laughs> yep, totally. And somehow also it's got the Mac pinwheels in the center too for, for extra. Oh, that's your problem right there. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be his turn. He's not going to move. He's not going to do anything. Very nice. That's going to bring us to Crispin. Can we briefly celebrate our 250 before we go to Crispin? Yes. Everyone Whoa, eat we got a the dice. 250? Yeah, that All looks right. like the uh, person that did it left a uh, message, if you can see that on there, Sam. On If you go to the actual Extra Life team page in that uh, Handy Dandy Nightbot link. In honor of that $250, I am five foot stepping to the northeast. Uh, as is customary on this channel anytime anyone gives us money for children. <laughs> In honor of that 250, I'm going to take my big D20. Put it in your mouth it's a big and wooden spit D20. it into the duct. You, oh, no. you have to swallow it. We did it. I definitely did it, didn't everyone. donate 20 bucks and leave a message that said, eat the dice, Sam. <laughs> you have no choice. Ah, uh, that was the message. I did not swallow the die. I would die. Yeah, that's on our team page. Now, the most recent donation four minutes ago. Eat the dice, Sam. Oh my gosh. Oh. Well, well, the next stream will be for, you know, dice choking awareness. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the new chair. Yeah. I spat a 10. Um, I spat a five. 
I can't roll for anything tonight. So let me ask you this, Sam. These squares with the railing on it, can I actually stand in those squares? It seems like I could, because the railing seems to be on the back end of those squares, but I just wanted to be... Yeah. All right. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to move, just kind of get out of the way so I have some shots, and then I'm going to cast Gravity Bow. And that'll be my turn. All right. That takes us to Dane. Okay. Dane, as a standard action, is going to say, Port Authority, we got this, as he inspires courage. Everyone gets a plus two on attack and damage. Uh, Nice. And he draws his plus one longsword and will take a five foot step to the east kind of keep himself within range of this not alien pirate captain all right well that brings us to green robot green robot says um, it doesn't say anything at all it's just gonna step up around ned and with the flank it's gonna go for that bite that's right it's robotic mouth opens up and there's weird lizard-like teeth inside Teeth that crackle with electricity. On the bite, that is going to be a 15. So 15 does not hit on the bite, is what I'm getting. AC 20. Troll scanner. It's actually a 17 with the flank. Now, is that it, less than 20, Sam? I don't know. Does the, the flank Can we 17? just go over that a little bit? We can roll it around. Maybe pull the crap. No, 17. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's see, we've got another friend here, and this friend, this red swashbuckling pirate, is going to step down to Aline and go for her with the cutlass. Whoa, that was so violent. Another natural one. So he absolutely whiffs with the cutlass. And he falls off the ship. See ya. And he dies. (laughs) No, he grows into an actual dragon. Now, the one kobold, the only kobold on the ship, since he is standing next to Hal already, uh, is going to go for Hal with his sword. Uh, That's that's got to hit. That's like a 23. 23? Yeah, 23. That is almost certainly a hit. I don't know why I'm bothering to switch over here to check. Yes, that is in fact a hit, believe it or not. All right, you ready for this damage? Uh, not really. Two damage. Oh. Two damage from the small cutlass. He screams out, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> and it is your turn. He is going to glare at this guy and make me a will save. Oh, actually, I have to cast that defensively, uh, which I think I have a bonus that. Oh, I do not have a bonus. I have the opposite of a bonus. Awesome. But that is a 19 on the die, so he makes it. So give me a will save. Um, are you glaring at the kobold? At whichever one of them attacked me. Was it him that attacked me? Yeah. The only kobold. Yeah. It's brilliant will save. He's got an 11. An 11? It is a, a DC 17. So I cast uh, Oniriac, I think is the uh, pronunciation. Horror. Uh, you cause the subject to believe it is being attacked by a creature out of its nightmares. Uh, oh, and also, this will end my concentration on the uh, captain. Okay. 
so he does not have to worry about his thing anymore. Uh, each round, the subject makes a full attack action against the creature. Uh, each round on its turn, after making a full attack against the imaginary creature, the subject can attempt a new saving throw to end the effect. And they're also fatigued for one minute after the uh, spell ends. Poor cold. And that is a round of level. So for the next five rounds, he sees something out of his nightmares right here on the other side of him, and he has to attempt to attack that. Surprise, it's soap. <laughs> All right. Well. And then uh, Hal will take a five-foot step this way. All right, well, that brings us back to Orange Robot. Orange Robot is going to, after some careful consideration, it's going to try to climb on Ned. I'm going to roll a climb check. Not a CMB. A CMB check, rather. Um, that's only... My CMD is freaking garbage, dude. It's 12. I'm sure you've exceeded it. No, I got an 11. Are you a vexing dodger? What are you What are you doing to me? Yeah, I'm a, he's a vexing dodger, but because he's small, he has a penalty. He has a penalty to CMD. The minus one ruined it. Yeah, there you missed me. So, uh, just slide off me, Keflon Don. Just nothing to grab onto. Who's all that race? Slicked with. Ah, oh, Jeff, <laughs> I was true. gonna say. We're like, oh, is this cauliflower? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let's see. Let's see. One ten foot square per level. All right. I don't like that. I'm gonna take a five foot step back to where he started and he is going to cast a spell. Let's see. A transparent shimmering wall through which creatures and objects appear to be wildly distorted by viewers appears. Let's see. Any creature that passes through the wall is immediately assailed by overwhelming vertigo. We're gonna need fortitude saves from Aline and Ned. I like that. As they are like sucked up into a wall of nausea. And what about his two buddies? Does he have that uh, feat that lets that metamagic feat that lets you ignore your friends in this? No. Um, doesn't he currently view all his friends as enemies? Mm-hmm. No, I said that one doesn't work on him anymore. I oh, said he's not under the effect over. of that because it's a concentration. <laughs> ah, well, I'm gonna leave it there anyways because yeah. he's all sorts of messed up. So they're gonna have to roll their fort saves too, which is gonna go really well. Wait, I don't think it's concentration. I think it's one it's, round per uh, level. No, I, I don't know if it's different. It's concentration to maintain for paranoia. Oh, no, it's not concentration to maintain. No, duration around a level. Yeah. Okay, so he is paranoid, so it does Oh, and so is Oneric Horror. Neither one of them requires concentration. Okay. Yeah, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so no, he still thinks they're enemies. <laughs> All right, so Aline and uh, Ned, we need fortitude saves against nausea. Uh, that's a 12 for... That's going to be a fail. This isn't mind-affecting paralysis, poison, or stun. It is mind-affecting illusion. All right. Let's adjust that there. Three on the die for a ten. Ooh. That is also a fail. Saucy. So um, everybody in that rectangle is currently sickened for um, a little bit. I'm going to need acrobatics checks from... All of you as well. Nobody told me we had to roll dice in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You... Oh, that's a minus one. A, a negative one total. A negative one total. 
Uh, so you fall prone as you are <laughs> just really, really sick. And um, how about Ned? Well, I could do much better than Izzy. <laughs> At least I two. also rolled a two on the die, so calm down. <laughs> I rolled a two for a two. Uh, yeah, you fall down. Um, I'm prone and, and sickened. You are currently prone and nauseous. Nauseous? Whoa, yeah. buddy. It's a so, whole uh, different game. That's fun. Um, so, Aline, you are prone. You are in the wall of nausea. And you are currently nauseated. So fun. I had such plans to bull rush a friend right off the edge of the boat, but now I'm sick. You know what makes me feel better when I'm sick? It's my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Where is my Dramamine? Come on. So, She's got yeah. a little bracelet. Elia goes her. through like her, uh, just a tiny bag. It just got scopolamine in here somewhere. Uh, okay. God, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna stand. I'm attempting to stand. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I'm gonna roll. Yeah, and like he, I guess he can try to attack or not. Um, so I'm gonna stand. I feel like this whole that. nauseated thing is gonna impact my ability to bull rush anyone. Uh huh. Because yeah. it doesn't allow you to do, do anything. <laughs> yeah, I think it will, in fact, right? impact that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna need you to make another fortitude save because uh. you're still in that wall. So many, so many fort saves. Okay, that's a fourteen. That feels uh, I'm well. gonna need you to make another acrobatics check. <laughs> and then just fall right back down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a one. Total. <laughs> so throw up, fall down, stand up, throw up, fall down. <laughs> Haven't I'm we all been here. there before? You having a time? Yeah, this weekend. I don't like too. boats. I remember All when right. they rushed me when I got on this podcast, and it was kidding. <laughs> uh, All right, well, that was fun. All right, Skynet. All right, so Skynet's going to take... So, um, Sam, if I were to go directly to the east, I see that there's a little bit of this box in the upper like left-hand corner of this square. Would that yeah. still be considered in the cloud, considering it's such a tiny little corner that you got there? Like so if you small. move five feet to the right? Yeah, if I five foot. I would say you're you're out of it. With All right, five so five foot crawl to the east, provoking. Because I'm oh, yeah. prone. So prone AC 16. Uh, that is a 14 on the bite. So just a, a gentle little glancing off. Um, so on the ground, I'm gonna. Att- am I still nauseated if I'm out of the cloud? Um. Well, the next turn you won't be. All right. So uh, I'm gonna just <clears throat> avoiding the bite. Look up at the kobold come robot and uh, just vomit lightly on their feet. <laughs> I guess <laughs> do nothing because I don't know what else I'm gonna do. I'm I'm nauseated. So. Which. I think my turn. crawling as a five what? foot. Oh no, it's just a move action. Okay, that was worse. But that was your whole move. Yeah, I can do a full round and still vomit. It's a free action. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> free action. I saw, I saw James Jacobs errata did on the boards. Pretty sure it's a new type of action called involuntary <laughs> action. A puke action. <laughs> so yeah, Crispin is up. Uh, I'm gonna just try to do some damage here. Uh, 
I guess I'm gonna. Sh Do I still think that these are robots? Um, yeah. Sweet. So that would and mean they still look like robots. My favorite yes, enemy bonuses bonus. will will apply here. Ah, uh, you think it does? I don't know. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna <laughs> try to take out this robot. Yeah. Uh, that's totally a totally normal robot uh, in front of this totally normal human uh, that is Ned and take a shot here. See what I can do. Come on. Oh, oh. that was a natural 20, Sam. All right. Um, can you roll to confirm and also roll concealment for me? Because uh, well, let me just roll the concealment first. So I'm just gonna roll that and roll 20. I really want to roll to confirm it, but I don't get to conceal. Boo. 73, all right. So that's good. I got 73 on that concealment, so let me roll to confirm. That's an 18 on the die. I'm assuming that's going to hit with a uh, 29. Luckily, yeah. yeah. All right, so that's a critical hit. Nice. And it's a longbow, so you're looking at a times three hit? With times gravity bow damage. on. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's and it. plus four for my uh, favorite enemy, too. So I'm going to also just roll that on roll 20 because it's too late to do math. All right, so that's going to be, let's see, 6d6 plus four plus what do I get, two, for the... Uh, yeah, so you'll get... For the which is also courage. triple. Courage. With Six the because it's tripled. Yes. Oh, uh, wow. Does, <laughs> so does everything triple? Yeah. Uh, Except for yeah, point none point. of it was precision, right? So yeah, no, yeah, yeah, everything triples. If I just roll this, can we just times it by three? Like, <laughs> so sixty points of damage. <laughs> just the gentle. <laughs> that's not quite right. No, so that's going to be. I'm sorry, we shouldn't do it that way. So that's. Well, it's sixty-six plus um, twelve plus six. So add another twelve onto that. Eight and four. Yeah, basically twelve more than that. So thirty-two. So you absolutely exploded this little robot which in death reveals itself to be a kobold oh I don't hate you as much as I thought I did take back four <laughs> points of damage <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's yeah. dead. Uh, and then I'm can I move into this Zelda pot squares or do I have to move around them yeah they're kind of difficult to rain though so you get half movement alright that's fine I just want to move here to have a better shot at all of the enemies and that will be my turn I should have all asked right. if you were a ranged character before I had Al use his <laughs> it's in the name of my class the bow may have also been a giveaway <laughs> but it's, there's a lot going on yeah and you are also carrying a bow the entire time literally the first thing I described on my character but whatever mm -hmm. you know. it's the bow yep uh, but yeah, that's that's like my super effective turn. I feel like I'm mm. a master at one e now. Hang it up. You did Quick, it. Get, let me get you, the merit badge. I'm good. You one e'd. Uh, <laughs> totally one e'd. All over that kobold. <laughs> uh, yeah, continuing the performance, so everyone gets that benefit. Uh, make a make a will save, Captain. All right. Um, that's actually decent. That's a twenty two. He had penalties on him though, so probably a twenty four. Uh, in in either case. He, he shakes it off. Uh, I tried to do a thing. It failed. You, you, I would have said, and, and he would have ignored, dismiss that mirror image spell, and let's just talk. And he could you know, ignore appropriately. <laughs> and no movement. All right. 
Okay, we're gonna do a five foot crawl for Green Robot, and that's its whole turn. And then uh, this one is also gonna do a five foot crawl. It's still kind of in the barf gas, so it's gonna do it. And it fails its save, but it's already on the ground, <laughs> so it's just still nauseous. And this kobold is gonna full round attack against the darkness. Roll the six to hit the darkness. Okay, and he also, at the end of his turn, gets another save against it, which, let me just make sure it is still the same DC. Yes, it is. After making its full attack, it can attempt a new saving throw. Still DC 17. Oh, he got a 12. He almost can't get a 17. (laughs) Uh, So Hal is back up. Okay, uh... But he's gonna have to move up to do anything against the big boss man. Uh, uh, three enemies on their sides. Yeah. Uh, this guy is gonna be distracted for another four rounds. So he is going to go 15 feet over here. You know what? He's got his stone bow out. Uh, he is going to uh, fire at him with his stone bow. Who's he firing at? Uh, this one. This one gets an AOO against you. All right, that's a 23. Uh, yes, that is a hit. All right, one damage. Uh, so that is a 16 to hit. Regular AC. Uh, 16 will hit. Caltrip. Uh, so that is just a seven. Seven, seven damage. damage? Yeah. All right. He's looking like a very, very badly injured robot. Yeah, so this adamantine uh, sling bullet just fires out of his bow and smacks him in the back of the head. All right, and that takes us to Boss Man, who is going to run down the stairs. All right, Aline, you are up. You are still vomiting. Yeah, uh, I'm going to roll to the side, a five-foot roll <laughs> crawl. A totally not alligator, totally human roll. Just one of those normal... Not a death roll. A life roll, if you will. Right here. (laughs) A life roll. Nice. And then uh, just recline on the deck. All right. And that'll bring us to Skynet. Am I still nauseated? No, you... You've been out for a turn, so you're good. All right. I'm I'm chasing that bad boy down the stairs. So I guess... uh, God, yeah, I guess that's move action stand up, because I'm not going to crawl after him, as fun as that would be in very end of Terminator 2. I'm going to stand up. Oh, one. Yeah, right. I'm going to stand up, and then I'm going to head down the stairs, and uh, that's going to be the whole of my turn. All right, and you get to see the different part of the map. Yeah, no, it looks great. Uh, We are down... <laughs> the uh, the hold together, and I see him in front of that wonderfully detailed wooden door, Sam. Nice. Good. Um, all right, Crispin, you are up. Ooh, do I give chase as well? Well, let's do it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down there too and see what I can see. So that's gonna be ten feet of movement to get to the stairs. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm going to take a shot. Uh, I'm going to do this with deadly aim on. So this will be a minus two to my attack. Try to get a little extra damage, though. 
Let's see what we can do. This is a human, right? This is a, t a for real human, right? This is a for real human. All right. This is that is my second favorite enemy. That is a twenty-three to hit. Uh, why don't you roll me a D four for those mirror images? Let's say a four hits him. Let me roll my caltrop real quick. Well, that's a one on that. All right. So you pop an image. He's he's down to two images and the real guy. All right. Doing doing what I can do to help. That's my turn. All right, Dane, you are up. Oh, when in Rome or the Lake of Mist and Veils, Dane is going to also give chase. You'll be fine, Hal and Dally, new friend. Um, <laughs> I'll pop you over on the secret right side of the map where everybody watching this stream just can't uh, see. Oh. <laughs> It's so wow. wild in here right now. So I had 30 feet of movement. Uh, hey, Captain. We'll save. Uh, that's going to be a 16. Oh, oh, oh. DC 17. All right. I give him the suggestion, which sounds totally reasonable, I think. Stop trying to run. There's too many of us. So he's just... If that, I, I think that's reasonable. That's not obviously harmful to him. Well, that was my whole move on a standard, uh, but did continue the performance free action. All right. Well, let's see. Since Hal is kind of by himself here as a visible one, um, green robot that's been getting beat up is going to throw that weird oniony thing at Hal. That's a six. That's going to be a miss. Alright, I'm just gonna roll for what direction he misses in. Five, so one, two, three, four, five. It falls right between the two of you, and it explodes, and horrible bugs come out, and they bite you and the kobold and the robot for one damage. Like a swarm grenade? Ah, uh, that is actually a sting chuck. Stingchuck is a foul bag made of a humanoid's head with the brain removed and the skull heavily scored so that it bursts open when thrown. Don't Bubbling. like that. Sounds like something from a horror adventures. <laughs> it does. It does. It's from the Adventurer's Armory. That nasty. Well, it's just one. There's a human skull full of mosquitoes. Yeah. Enjoy. It's pretty gross. And now uh, this one is going to finish crawling out of the darkness, and that's all he gets because he was sick. And this one is going to jump down and go after Hal. Hal is just going to get murdered all by himself. Not all by himself, just, you know, I can't do anything. Sure. <laughs> 13 to hit. Uh, that is going to be a miss. All right, and you're up alone against, like, 30 enemies. So he is going to take the attack of opportunity from the kobold in order to... Actually, you know, I can try an acrobatics to get past him without taking it, correct? Yeah. Versus his uh, CMD, which is super good. Oh yeah, with my plus one to acrobatics, this will be awesome. That is in 18? Yeah, you got it. Okay. Uh, then he is going to move 30 feet. And as a standard action, you see him tap something on this weird body suit that he has on under his nicer normal suit, and it starts glowing. 
And that is his turn. All right. And boss man uh, down here in the hold of doom where viewers can't see. He says, um, all right. I won't run any longer, but you must leave my ship. I can, um, uh, I, I'm not a fighter. Everyone usually just gives up. What? What is it that you wanted? I, you wanted, I can't give you my pies. I draw the line at the pies. That's exactly what we want. The pie, like... <laughs> you must fight. <laughs> it's messed Or up. give us the pies. It's your choice. I don't want to give you the pies. It makes sense. The pies are lovely. I thought Skynet, uh, my fellow Port Authority member, wanted simply to have you speak with our employer in your alien form. Okay, I guess I can do that. It's only polite to bring a pie to such a meeting. It is customary. One pie in one meeting. Mm, there will be several of us at this meeting. You should bring no less than ten pies. Ten pies is ridiculous. Roll a diplomacy check for ten oh, pies. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry, guys. Uh... <laughs> Here we go. Ooh, that's a four. Uh-oh. He's going to narrow his Five. eyes and look very, very serious, and he's going to say, three pies. You've got a deal. Master. He's not going to push his luck any further there. He's like, yes, that, that's exactly, that's a perfect amount of pies. All right. I'm going to, I guess I can't really drop you out of initiative because upstairs, nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, these guys upstairs don't know that happening. Yeah. All right, so... And I'm, you know, I'm not going to make any big shout about it. I'm just going to squawk and let them interpret it how they want. <laughs> and I, I don't know. That could be in trouble, or we just got three pies. You don't know. Alligator, you just finished throwing up, and um, you're out of the <laughs> nausea, so what you want to do? Okay, meaning I'm no longer nauseated right. also, right, for this turn? Cool. Uh, am I, st I am still prone, though. Great, yes, yeah, still prone. So, I'm gonna get up. Um, and I have to cross back through the nausea wall, so I'm not gonna do that to reach anyone else. I'm gonna use my battle cry and say, um, charisma bonus, blood out of battle cry, allies, with, allies within 30 feet. Gain a plus one attack, no, plus one morale bonus on attack. So uh, you can take that, just as she does nothing. You do, this is wonderful. You're doing amazing. Everything you're doing, so good. Is he within 30 feet? Oh, God, he's way up there. No, he's super far. He ran across the Okay, ship. so she yells it, and it does nothing. I didn't even see your little token. That makes sense. So she yells that, does nothing. And it's just going to move over here and smash a pot. He yells back, what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, well, I'm going to unarm strike the pot. Just punch it. Just, All right, just I'm just going to punch just it. Just roll damage. It's not going to dodge. It's yes. a pot. <laughs> Thank you. Five. And then also the pot is going to take a 1d4 bleed. Nice. <laughs> and the pot um, definitely makes the Zelda kind of chattering pot sound effect. And, uh, is there a chicken in it? Uh, it's filled with riced cauliflower. And um, <laughs> yes! a nice hat. Complete. <laughs> the small nice green bag. We can save your iPad. <laughs> we found plenty of cauliflower rice. Yeah, it looks like there's a nice hat in there. Yeah, so I don't know. Shout down for you. Is everyone okay down there? You, you good? That's that's all I got. 
Yeah, we're just getting our steps in. We're fine. Squawk. Oh, good. <laughs> you you got to put it on the arm. You got to put it on your health tracker. That's how the cloud gets it. All right, and Skynet. On top of this, Captain's already adult brain, Skynet is going to turn to him and say, let me refine the request that we've made of you. We would like you to reassume the more comfortable alien form and encourage your compatriots to abandon ship. Please roll well save. Is it higher than a 19? No. No, it's a 15. <laughs> I have a suggestion for you, and it involves it exactly <laughs> what I just told you to do. So on top of stopping your running away. Now we've encouraged you to reassume your alien form and tell everyone that works for you to jump overboard. Uh, yeah, and Crispin just kind of steps out of the way of the stairs and says, after you, Captain. Alright, is that... And that's it? Alright, it is Crispin's turn. Yeah, that... that I just let him... You just know, letting him go? Let him by. Uh, yeah, I'll hold my turn and then when he walks by, I'll follow right behind him. Alright, and Dane? Uh... Dane uh, will go up the stairs and kind of return to the poop deck. You said poop deck. And say, the captain approaches and continue his performance. Uh, I think the almost dead robot here is gonna, is gonna hold an action if the captain's really coming. And so will the mustachioid robot and the kobold. And Hatla's up. Well, kobold actually is going to attack that. Oh, yeah, the kobold's still beating up. It's darkness. Uh, 15 to hit the darkness. And um, a 9 on the will save. That was the last round of it, so he's good. Nice. All right, um, Hal, it is your turn. Okay. No, I could shoot at this guy with a 20% mischance, or I could wait and see what happens when the captain comes back on board. So, move action. He's going to reload his uh, stone bow with just a regular rock this time, and then he is going to ready an action to fire at this guy if the captain doesn't talk them out of combat. All right. And, um, yeah, the captain is going to cast Disguise Self on himself and uh, take a move action to run back up the stairs and then a uh, free action to say, uh, Attention, crew of the Perpetual Oath, you should probably jump overboard. <laughs> and now it's Aleem's turn. I'll, I'll go ahead and move oh, yeah, behind yeah. him yeah, for my yeah. turn, yeah. After that, come on, no way. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. We know what you mean. I, I'm with Zach. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that one. I like that one. Nick, yeah, she'll just, uh, oh, okay. Um, while you're down there, I'm missing an iPad. Fantasy. <laughs> just toss it back up if you see it. Thanks. And I guess we'll ready in action to attack the captain if he looks attacky. Or if I guess any of those other guys do. But I don't think she's only close enough to one of them, so. All right, Ned. 
Uh, Skyned will use a move action to come upstairs, and then Betty his standard action to cast Murderous Command on whichever crew member might be uh, mutinously objecting to his captain's reasonable order to jump overboard. Um, Crispin? I'm ready to see these guys jump. <laughs> and Dane? Might as well jump. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, he will he will just delay. That'll bring us to Green Robot. And Green Robot says, um, I don't think I'm gonna jump. Are we just done fighting, though? I mean, we don't have to kill each other, I guess. And ain't jumping off the boat. It's cold. Uh, it is unlikely that you would die from such a leap. It's really it cold down. It be fun to watch. Oh, <laughs> we'll get you, totally. We have a skiff down there. <laughs> so, and lots of cauliflower. I think I'm going to take us out of initiative as they are totally willing to not fight you any longer. But I Smart. don't think that they're going to follow orders to jump off of the... That's also smart. I gotta give it to him. <laughs> I don't know. Skynet's ready to action is a pretty specific trick. It is true. Murder they actually didn't coming. jump, so... Oh, yes. Yeah, so they get like five attacks. <laughs> I'm gonna need what? green. I'm actually going to need green to roll a will save. Jeff is correct. We're playing this by the rules, Sam. That's true. All That's right. true. Um, there were several ready to action. That is a natural 20. It's a natural 20, so it's not higher than a 19, but it is... <laughs> But it is still an it's automatic pass. With an 18. My heart. I can't <laughs> believe. So, I mean, yeah, Skynet is just like, terminate. And then, like, the person's just like, that That IP actually isn't within the bounds of this game. And then just refuses to do so. <laughs> he doesn't terminate. There is no terminating. There is no terminator. Um, that's it. <laughs> And uh, for the heck of it, Hal is going to yell down to Crispin. Hey, uh, you mind stepping about, say, 20 feet forward just for no reason? Uh, <laughs> you think the combat's over, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's over when it's over. This seems like a bad idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. So he does it. The second he does, I activate my uh, levitation buffer. So I get to using my mesmerist level plus my charisma modifier in place of my CMB, make a bull rush against anybody within five feet of the ally that I hypnotized. <laughs> so I'm going to bull rush this one that direction. Uh, the abject cruelty of it all. I love it. Uh, so that is a 23. <laughs> How is the kobold CMD, Sam? The kobold um, yeah. vexing dodger CMD is a 12, so you knock him 15 feet. Yes. Oh, yes, man. and by the uh, thing of bull rush, which I was looking up here, take a minus four penalty in each creature past the first. Though the second guy, it would be... A 19. <laughs> I think 
<laughs> Still seems like he's gonna move five feet to the west, Sam. Yeah, you yeah. beat it by um, five feet. <laughs> it goes actually ten feet still. Yeah. This would have gone much easier if you had just dove yourself. <laughs> you hear Hal yell from the front of the boat. Did that work? Oh my god. <laughs> Nailed it. And this kobold, who is now the only one left standing and the only one who you know is a kobold, goes, that was that was really unnecessary. And it doesn't look like he did anything either. Like, they just lift into the air and get knocked <laughs> sideways. Those poor, poor robots sinking to the bottom of the lake of mists and veils. Well, at least you're all right, my old friend. <laughs> yeah, well... Something would have to be seriously wrong for you to go after your old friend after that time we went on the roller coaster. <laughs> the one bottle episode where we got trapped in an elevator and we worked out all our problems together. Oh, yes, and then we had Froyo afterwards. <laughs> it was gelatinous. Oh, there we go. Have you ever had frozen yogurt? Oh, I'm sorry. How thick was the dairy, Sam? Uh, the kobold um, isn't familiar with frozen yogurt, <laughs> and these memories are flawed in that they are uh, magically conjured. Um, so inception. It sounds like you need to go to a different yogurt place. Yeah, yeah listen, listen. If your frozen yogurt is gelatinous, lay off the. Maybe put a little less gummy bears in the bowl. <laughs> all right. It's all sugar-free gummy bears. Ali probably said something on Yelp about it already. It's all a goo. It's a thick goo. I don't understand. I asked for yogurt. I got a gelatinous. It was 80% hopping bombs. I asked for Froyo and I got Gogurt. Can you? I, oh, I, I, I can't even speak. I am speechless. The outrage. I mean, <coughs> so much pectin in this Froyo. Oh my gosh. What? No. <laughs> pectin doesn't go in frozen yogurt. Extra That's pectin. That's not it where it now. goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really packed it in there. <laughs> well, um, I think with the uh, services of our definitely an alien yellow fella secured and all but one of the robot slash kobolds vanquished, I think we're going to draw the curtain on this particular adventure for now um i'd like to thank everyone for coming out and watching us bearing with us through technical difficulties and um staying up to this profoundly late hour at least for me um, i brain my cousin lennox for that one <laughs> Fair. um or for watching on demand later or for listening or whatever um but especially for donating to extra life um for getting us to that sweet sweet goal yeah. uh looks like yeah, awesome. no, we, uh, 275? We got another one. I believe it was from Bellandora. We're up wow. to 275. Wow. Oh, woo. Hey, thank, thank you, you so much. much. This and is, everybody yeah. else. Yes, thank you, everyone. Yeah. And pop up the uh, children. The children. That again. Also, and thank you, you suave space pirate, for <laughs> coming to our terrestrial podcast and showing us what's what. In the <laughs> uh, well, I had fun. I would. I, this was a really good intro to One E, and I enjoyed myself quite a bit. Thank you for having me here, man. It was awesome. There is ever a group that is going to fastidiously stick to the rules <laughs> and best represent the system as was intended by. 
Paizo. It's us. It's absolutely us. So, well, yeah. that's what I appreciate about you. You know. Yeah, I mean, with four <laughs> humans and a halfling, um, or three humans, a tango and a halfling, we're just going to play it straight up, the way it was written right. originally. So four totally normal humans playing totally normal Pathfinder on a totally normal Monday night. <laughs> yep. Yep. A totally normal official map. Yeah. <laughs> totally normal RPG Maker XP map. That's right. I had to go back to XP because VX doesn't have ships. Mm. <laughs> that, I don't know why they got rid of ships. Had to make room for the pie, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so thank you, Adam, for coming. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for donating and... um. Think we'll see you because it's time to go to bed. Yeah, we'll see you indeed. Good night, Sam. Good night, and Sam. everyone. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam, and everybody. Yeah, and Chad, I guess, also tonight. Keep waiting. <laughs>